Welcome to the Soul Connection Duo podcast. We are your hosts, Alexa and Sydney, and we are so excited to have you here with us today. Get ready to connect to your soul and start healing within. Today, our guest is Savannah Martin. Savannah is a psychic medium who believes that she was put on this earth to heal. She communicates with spirits, angels, and guides from the outside universe. In her eyes, All people have the power to improve their lives. All they need to do is harness the proper energy. Since 2015, she has been harnessing divine energy for her clients, providing them with unparalleled psychic services. Her unique story of how she found her psychic gifts is truly amazing. Today, we speak with Savannah about these gifts and how she works with them. She also graces us with her humor and channels Spencer throughout the episode for our own personal readings. We hope you enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So without further ado, here is our conversation with Savannah as we get right into this episode with channeled messages from the other side. Um, so I keep getting multiple things, but I'm not sure of his passing or how he passed, but I'm getting it was, I don't know if it, he was sick or it was unexpected and traumatic and fast well the the death was definitely very traumatic and quick because I got the snap clap which which is that he has crossed over successfully um which is also I feel like a question you guys had is if because of the way he happened did he really understand that he passed was that kind of up in question for you guys Um, that a spiritual question I think, yeah, like that, I guess is something that we've kind of wondered, like he actually came to me when he passed and he, he said like, I'm okay. And okay. That was basically it. it. Yeah. And knew, and you were just like, you had the sense of relief and you knew it so much. It definitely jolted you into a spiritual awakening big time um, more than you expected. And it kind of creeped you out a lot and scared the crap (laughs) out of you in the best way in the best (laughs) spiritual way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're bang on with that. <laughs> so, um, from another crazy traumatic experience, spiritual awakening girlfriend to another, welcome to the club. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I know. Looking at your story of how you came into the world of mediumship, it's crazy. Can you like tell your story? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was actually 19 years old, um, living my best life like most 19-year-olds are. I had my first internship at a vineyard in Little Compton, Rhode Island, and I was born and raised in Rhode Island. And with all that happening, I was day five. I was just kind of learning wine, and it was like, I was 19, so it was so cool. I got to try the wine. I did have to spit it out. But like, hey, I got to know what it like fancy wine tasted like. I loved it. It was so extra um, to be in that kind of energy. And also like I was with my now best friend was my boss. And she told me on the very first day um, that she was a psychic medium and she could talk to dead people. And I was like, wait, what? Like, did I just like wake up in a dream? Like my boss is psychic. How cool. Like, that is the cool, like I had been to psychics before. So I was like all about this. Also, I was just in the boat, like where most people are on their journeys, which was, I was curious. I was scared as hell. I was like, "Mm, that freaks me out. I didn't even like horror movies because they gave me the heebie-jeebies 
but I was also like intrigued. So um, I was asking her questions and like a few days later, I had, it was the day I learned the wines and I got to go sit and eat my lunch in the normal kind of courtyard area and where guests could also just walk by. And there was one guest that was staring at me and then she started to walk towards me and she said, I'm sorry, but may I please sit down? I've been sent here to give you a message. And I was like, yes, I was. <laughs> Cause I'm like, what? I was eating my lunch. I literally remember I was eating a sandwich and like eating my chips. And like, I only had 20 minutes of lunch. I was trying to get back to work, but she said this and it was a, it was literally like a guest at the vineyard. So I also had my work shirt on, so I'm not about to be like, no, but it's also not in my nature to be like, no, if someone said that to me yeah, um, and with that energy. And I said, yeah, sit down. And um, she then told me everything that was happening in my life, which was a very transformational, crazy period of my life where my mom and I had just moved out of the house I had grown up with. We had left my dad and um, it was just like really transformational time. And I started this new internship. I was a sophomore in college. Um, and she then tells me all of this about my life and my dad and my relatives that are living, then relatives that have passed away and channels them, tells me all the stuff about my own future and how I was destined to be, um, to do this type of work. And I like, didn't understand what she meant. And I was like, but I was also like captivated in this, like, it really felt like an energy vortex that um, she kind of created, which is what I kind of do now. But like, also I don't approach people at their workplace normally <laughs> and do this. Um, so I'm in, like captivated and like, can't believe what I'm hearing. And then she goes, you have a psychic gift and it's about to be unleashed. And that's when I was like, no, 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 no wrong girl I mean like I knew I wanted my move like my life to be like a movie kind of but like everyone kind of thinks that in some aspect but like this was too dramatic for my life like I was like absolutely not that's um, so no dramatic thing. it's like it is a movie <laughs> like 19 I couldn't have 19. I was 19 if someone had said that to me I yeah I don't know. And I, so I'm sobbing, like also there, there is no holding my emotions back. She is telling me everything my grandmother came through and had told me all these other intricate details about my future and how I was not going to be with the man I was with, but I was going to have another person come into my life and go and all this other, it was just wild, such details that are still coming true to this day um which is insane mm -hmm. and then she kind of she walked away and um I never spoke to her again <laughs> did she tell you her so name she gave my mom reminded me recently that she had given me her business card um but like it didn't say psychic medium on it I know that for a fact <laughs> and, like but I never reached out because I was just like but I, I didn't even remember that she had given me that and so I go, my, I get back to work because, um, hello, I'm 
literally having to clock back in for the rest of the half of the day. <laughs> so like red face. Everyone has seen it because I'm literally in the middle of the vineyard where this is happening. And they all, I had the most supportive people around me. They gave me ice cream and they're like, go home after this. I was like, where am I? Like what? Like I'm used to the kind of work ethic and like work practice where you like, you get back and you get back in the game. Like it doesn't matter what happened. And they're like, no, you're done. It's okay. Like we'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, what is going on? Like in my world has totally just like changed. I'm driving home that day and not even home. I'm driving to my boyfriend at the Times house and I am on a back road and I get fully thrown out of my body and I'm in an all white room and I see a little boy sitting on a box, a white box. And it was like, I don't even know where I was. And, but I was so calm and the boy looks at me in the eyes and he says, everything is going to be okay. And um, it provided so much calmness and brought me so much center. And I like took a deep breath in. And when I exhaled, I came back into my body and was driving my vehicle again. And I pulled over and sobbed like a normal person. Wow. So it doesn't even stop. And I wish it did. <laughs> because I then went home that night and I was going through my dresser drawer and all of a sudden I hear Anthony it, like it pops into my head and I'm like and I'm like a barber and I'm like hey mom I think we have a ghost in the house and his name's Anthony and he's a barber she was like okay she was super supportive great like love mom for that um and she was like okay um and yeah then after that day I could talk to dead people um fast forward my mom hired a psychic like a professional psychic medium um to come into the house and kind of cleanse the house um and Anthony the barber um he came up and he we um actually helped pull up the rainbow bridge to cross him over because he had a brain aneurysm and he didn't even know he had passed away um but my mom was trying to prove me wrong for like six to nine months time frame. And during that time, she went to the Saunderstown Library, which Saunderstown is the town I live in, um, to look up the property um, deeds and like where they've been transferred. And the very first person to own the land and build a house was Anthony Cyborg. And my mom was like, oh my God, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Um, only for her to try co to continually disprove me for six months until she was kind of, kind of like gave in. It was like, why am I trying to disprove my daughter? She has literally, it, I can't, she's like, I can't explain it, but she has been right time and time again. And she's like, and you're the real deal. <laughs> so that's kind of how I started my spiritual awakening and it's been a crazy ride similar to that ever since. I mean, it started, it was crazy prior to that as well, but. Yeah, wow. Isn't it funny how like people who are close to us in our lives, when these things come up, they really, 
they try their hardest to be like, nope, there's an explanation for this. And exactly, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And I know that definitely happened to us when we had some weird things going on. And yeah, it's, (laughs) it's great that you have a supportive mom and she's open to it now. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. She's one of my number one fan, as well as my sister. She is my number one fan as well. They like are my team when I need them for sure. That's awesome. And how long have you been doing this for then? So um, I'm 26 now. So I've been doing it professionally since I was 20. And I started doing readings when I was 19, though. And I would start doing it for kind of like here and there. And um, I was kind of like Teresa Caputo from the Long Island Medium, if you know who that is. She like literally would walk in a grocery store and be like I see your grandfather he's here with you I see his cross on his neck and like all this stuff and like very dramatic and then someone's crying in a grocery store it's like that's kind of how I was awakened so I kind of was like that for a hot minute and I until I could just learn how to calm it down and like live my life again and be a normal I also tried to be like a normal person um, for quite a few years. And then I kind of gave in and was like, you know, I was told that this was what I was meant to do. I felt this is what I meant to do on this earth. Like it's time to go all in. And did you like prior to that experience of the lady telling you that that was what you were going to do, did you have experiences similar to that at all? Or were you open? Um, So spiritually speaking, Yes and no. Um, (laughs) So nothing to that magnitude. But um, I, as a little kid, I vividly remember, and this was like when we would have a big clunky desktop. So I, and I remember I was seven years old because I, I also have been very fortunate to have the memory of creating core memories, like in the movie um, Inside Out. Is that the right one? so cute yeah yeah that's the right I was like is that the right title (laughs) um but I remember looking at the desktop and googling ghosts on google images so it was obviously after the infamous JLo dress that created google images but go I google ghosts and I was like looking at what they looked like and it scared me but it also touched me in my soul in a way that I couldn't explain and I remember also seeing a dark orb circle my room at night. And I would, I, when I Googled ghosts, I, I heard that you could yell at them and they would go away. And I, I would yell at it and it would go away. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. So like that was one experience. Also my absolute favorite store to go to as a little kid was a crystal shop. Um, It's like really like a witch store. Um, It's the Grateful Heart in Wickford. It actually unfortunately closed not um, just a few years ago, but um, it was there for a long, long time. But my mom, I always liked rocks and minerals and crystals and all that stuff. So my mom didn't think much of it. She was just like, okay. And my mom was kind of new age, um, but she also followed religion. So it was just kind of like, she was open to whatever we wanted. I shopped in the boys section as a little kid to give you some frame of mind. (laughs) Like it wasn't a big deal. (laughs) So yeah. So like, that's how all that happened. 
That's so cool. I'm speaking of the crystals, we noticed on your website too, like you have a gorgeous website, by the way, also. But um Thank you. you I designed it myself. You had a lot of crystals and stuff on there. So we were wondering if you incorporated any of that into your practice as a medium or anything. Absolutely. So personally, I have my own collection of crystals. Um they're really everywhere <laughs> um <laughs> in my house. And and I just for those of you who couldn't see, I just held up two giant rocks that are next to me. Also, I have a crystal hanging on my wall behind me. Um, so what I use them for personal use to help with my own gifts. Um, but what I actually do is I create these manifestation kits. So I design these um, different kits. So I have a manifesting love and manifesting protection, um, a house blessings kit. And I incorporate crystals into those. And I design it with a ritual calling in Archangel Michael, making sure you're grounded um, and lighting some candles. And I provide the candles and the sage. So you're really, really all set to go. It's almost like all encompassed into one. Um, and that's how I've started incorporating it more into my clients or as someone who necessarily is trying to get into that kind of uh, that market but doesn't really understand where to start and doesn't want to spend a fortune that's the biggest thing because a lot of these bundles can be pretty costly where mine mine's actually 25 to 30 dollars depending on which bundle you grab oh yeah that's super affordable I've definitely exactly. like when you do look at crystals and certain um, more new age stuff too. It's like some of these packages or just items that you can buy are so pricey that it's, it's hard to insane. get insane. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like, I just thought it was such a necessary thing to also teach beginners or even people who have been practicing or just not even practicing, but like having crystals and things like that, but maybe want to step it up a little bit um, and carry in those ritualistic practices like grounding yourself and calling in some archangels because they never hurt anybody I mean they never hurt anyone good <laughs> <laughs> and um and doing those practices while also kind of introducing how to create an altar by placing your crystals with that candle in whatever way you feels really um works with your energy because I want to introduce that to people so people understand there's no wrong way to do it but also I dress the candles so I really make sure the herbs are infused with it as well to the candle so it creates a little more oomph into your magic or whatever manifestation that you are looking to create so it's really kind of an all-inclusive and then having those instructions on the other side of is actually a crystal guide so the crystals that you get it tells you all about the crystal itself, as well as the planet it's aligned with, the element it's aligned with, and the chakra. So it's a more kind of in-depth to that one crystal that you own, um, because I just didn't think that was all available anywhere, unless you purchased a whole book and you're spending so much more money that way, I feel. So this is an easy way. So they'll be available on my website very soon, um, but you can also check them out on my Instagram if you direct message me. Um, at Savannah the Medium, I will happily hook you up with one of my kits and I'm just starting to ship them out, so. Do you ship to Canada? Because <laughs> we will definitely- I'll happily, I will happily hook it up. Perfect. Yes, because I was actually just um, looking on my website attachments now 
and it has the feature where I can just um, select the EU and um, Canada and like all the other different places you can purchase it from and it does it for free for me. So I'm like, let's do it. Wow. Yes, that's excellent. And that's so great that you're making that accessible for more people, because I agree that is something that if you like, we have a couple shops in town that I've noticed, you can go and get like a little chakra kit of crystals, but it's the crystals are teeny tiny little crystals and it's 40 bucks for seven crystals in a little guidebook. Right. And I mean, nothing wrong with that. It's still accessible, but it's like, it does seem pricey for what you're getting. (laughs) Exactly. And, um, my crystals are probably like palm size and then I'll give you a selenite spar because I think selenite is such an introductory crystal that's so understated because it creates those charging properties that you really need as well as it's self-cleansing and it can charge and cleanse your other crystals so it's like of course I'm going to be like that is the duality in the crystal game for (laughs) sure so cool and you so you do you use crystals when you're doing readings for people then like would you bring them with you or you just have them in your office or wherever you do your readings Yes. So I have them nine times out of 10. I'll have them in my pockets always. Um, If I'm doing a reading and I'm feeling drawn to bring a certain crystal, I'll bring it and I'll always allow my client to play with it. Um, I'm not very, I cleanse my stuff very frequently. I use cleansing with the power of intention, which is literally cleansing it using my mind and my intention you get to a point in your practice where you're able to do that and you're just confident and understand it works and you can see it working. So because of that, I'm like, here, you want to touch it? Go for it. Not a big deal for me. (laughs) Um, And that I, I see where my clients can connect with crystals more and I'll let them know what that crystal is and, and let them know where it's really accessible for them in their area to possibly get it. Um, Because I always find like, if you do a little hunting, um, you can find some bigger pieces like um at a Marshall's or a home goods um I don't know what you guys have in Canada but here we have the Marshall's and home goods they'll sometimes have a nice big crystal that you wouldn't expect there and it's actually authentic yeah yeah and we've got similar stores in Canada too like winners I usually find some cool stuff at I know I got it exactly really nice, it's, it like, takes hunting for sure does. and depending but, on the store right depending when you hit it but that's, yes that's a good tip. (laughs) Yes. I always like to tell people that. And I started buying my crystals when I was prior to 19, but really when I was 19 is when I started wanting to get some bigger crystals. And honestly, like those are some of the discovered gems because your local metaphysical shop is fabulous for those special pieces. If you're looking for like a carnelian or, you know, um, aragonite or something very specific it's great for those aspects but if you're looking for like trust the universe and what I'm supposed to find I'm supposed to find definitely go for your own gem hunt that's awesome I love it and I have a question just in general that I feel like I've always been curious about in regards to mediums when you're out in public are you constantly receiving messages from spirits or is there a way you can easily turn that off when you need to? Because like, I know people also that have been approached kind of similar to how you were by medium and we're all of a sudden like, I'm getting this message from say your mom or whatever. Um, and they're not gonna leave me alone until I tell you what that is. So have you ever 
done that to someone in public or are you able to oh yeah yeah <laughs> cool. there is I have had to do that so when I was talking about the Long Island medium I don't think I ever finished my thought which was funny but um now here it is is I would do that to people for probably about six to a year or so six months to a year I, I did that um because I couldn't turn it off. And then you learn how to turn it off. Um, simultaneously to that, I still sometimes am bothered, not bothered, but spirits interf making enough interference for me to notice. And if I take in like to consideration what's at stake, usually not like at stake, but if there's a lot of people, is it busy? Is this person looking like they can handle a message from a past loved one or some psychic insight right now? Um, nine times out of 10, the evaluation is an overall astounding, you need to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I always like to do it just in case because I never want to cause someone like unneeded emotional trauma in public, especially. <laughs> but recently, one of my favorite, um, I was actually at, this was like a few weeks ago. I was at a local bar and bookstore. I love it because I can always get work done and get a drink. Two for one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I kept getting applications, applications I kept hearing. And I was like, okay, I hear you. But like, I'm going to finish my emails and afterwards follow up with pretty much follow up with me when I'm done. And I'll, if the people are still here, I'll do it. But I knew it was the bartender and they knew I knew it was the bartender that needed the information. <laughs> They're like, Oh yeah, they'll be here. No problem. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay. So it ended up being just me and two other people were in the um, bookstore slash bar. And I was like, about to leave I was packing up and I went to the bathroom and on my way out of the bathroom I stopped at the bar and I was like I know this sounds crazy I'm a psychic medium <laughs> and I had already been to that bar and she's she'd already waited on me before and she was like no way and I was like yes I was like I have a message from you from spirit and they won't stop talking to me about your applications. She goes, I just applied to eight grad schools and I've just applied to a bunch of new jobs and I've just applied to a new apartment. And I was like, no wonder there were like, I was like, they would not stop. And I'm like, and your grandfather's with you. And she just, then came the tears. And I always say like, I let people know because they always fight them back every time, no matter what. And I'm like, they are 1 million percent meant to happen. And they are a conduit for so much healing when you allow those tears to flow and allow that emotion to flow out because it gives you permission to just release whatever the emotion may be. 90% of my readings, my clients cry or the people I talk to cry. I mean, not just everyone I talk to, but the people that have a psychic reading message or whatever. You ever um, get emotional then? I don't get emotional no, 90% of the time. No. I get emotional when it happens in one of two circumstances. Um, one, where they are actually 
kind of not allowing that emotion to flow. So I act as a conduit for them and I'll allow the tears to flow through them or it's the spirits, the emotional connection through the spirit. So like that, I am the vessel where I am giving the healing message. And so my brain's kind of like on the side, I like to say. And when that's happening, sometimes I can start crying from the person on the other side, especially if they're talking about an experience that they had missed on the physical or something that the person had to endure, especially during the person's passing, um, which I just got chills on all over my back. Yeah, I'm getting chills as you're saying all of that right now. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all through the back of my head too, which is wild. It's going up through my crown chakra. Phrasing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of how the emotional aspect of it works. Um, and then I'll, but I'll always cry for my clients if they need me to or express some sort of emotion for them because um, I have the ability to do so. Um, it's kind of cool. I have the ability to low key read minds. Like I don't necessarily know I'm reading your mind, but it kind of just pops in my head. Um, and when that happens there, it usually like mind blows them every time they're like, how is this even possible? And I'm like, just go with it. It's cool. We're rocking. We're, we're rolling baby. Like we are in this transformation together. I see you. And they're like, kind of creeped out, but kind of intrigued. But I'm, I always like to tell my, uh, everyone who I do a reading on, I am a very specific type of individual. Not everyone can read your thoughts and <laughs> hear what you're thinking. <laughs> and it's not very detailed. It's, it's um, kind of specific information where I don't have a lot of context. So then I deliver that information and you make all the connections. And to me, I may just be talking about something like banana bread. But to you, you're like, well, my grandma made banana bread for me. And that was the most, I remember that smell walking into her kitchen every day. Like that's how it can be connected. But I would just be like, banana bread. <laughs> Very true. And like, yeah, when you're getting all these messages, like, is it mostly, um, like you said, the words were popping into your head. Is that mostly how you get it? Or is it a lot of like visual as well? So I'm not super visual. I like it that way. Yeah. Um, I see certain aspects. So I'll see like shadowed images, um, like outlines. I don't see very great details. So like some people will be like, well, what are they wearing? And I'm like, what are they wearing? I don't know. <laughs> they're talking to me telepathically. So they're putting the information in my head. Um, and I'll be able to tell if it's a girl or a boy energy or if it's how they're kind of related to you in the physical um simultaneously to that sometimes two spirits will come in at the same time and I can't differentiate who's who so I need help I always say it's always great to claim your dead persons because sometimes I'm like who is this and then <laughs> someone in the background's like oh I think it could be my, and I'm like, that is for you. Yes, yes, yes. That is 100. Like, as soon as you start making those connections, you know, I'm like, oh, that resonates a little bit. Those, that's when you say, that is me. 
I have that feeling because I'm doing when I'm doing events. And um, so I do different types of events. I do um, psychic medium dinners, um, like at restaurants. And then I'm also doing um, at yoga studios and things like that, where I, I do it in front of audiences. Um, and I always like to tell people like, don't be shy. If you think it is you, the chances are it's you. <laughs> and there is no judgment if if it's not the same person. <laughs> we'll figure it out together, but please claim your dead people. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Throw some humor in it because it's you have to keep it light. You totally. have to be able to laugh and understand that like your loved ones on the other side, they want you to laugh they understand you're still having the human experience and they want you to laugh and have a good time with it and understand that like they passed away and they're not here anymore and as sad and tragic as it is things are okay things are going to be okay and things are going to continue to be okay but it's always important to laugh and smile because that's what we need more of in our life nine times out of ten yeah Exactly. And do you find that a lot of the time when you're reading people there, it's their loved ones telling them that they they're actually there with them all the time. And it's just a reminder of that. I think like, I feel that constantly with um, people in my life that have passed and I notice that they're there. And I think like, that's a big thing for people when they lose someone, just even the knowing that they're there or to have that little reminder is so important. Is that one of the main messages that you get coming through? Yeah, I get that one a lot that they're with, like they're with their loved ones a lot. Um, and they also, a, a common one I get as well, which I always makes me laugh is like, I'm not there when you don't want me to be there. <laughs> <laughs> like you are having sex. Grandpa Joe is not watching. <laughs> like that is that comes through a lot like has, which is always makes me happy about like I'm just like oh they need to hear this because they're kind of creeped out about how much they feel their loved one right now that they're like wait are they always going to be like this and I'm like nope they're popping so, in and out when you need them <laughs> exactly exactly they don't exist where time and space exists so, well space exists but not time so um because time doesn't exist they can pop in whenever and in multiple locations um that's the cool part about spirit world it's so cool and like I have a I guess a question totally so after Spencer passed away it was like a few days before Alexa received the sign from him that he was sending her and so I'm just wondering after um our loved ones cross to the other side how long it typically takes for them to send us signs or for us to notice or if they're sending yeah, them they're just I, so caught up in the loss and the grief that we don't notice them or yeah because I hear you asking why you didn't get a sign right Lex received the sign and then she told me and then I started receiving signs seeing the signs yeah. yeah exactly I'm smiling ear to ear for everyone who can't see that <laughs> we all are <laughs> but I just I sense it in a way that was just kind of like it was almost like you wish you could have figured it out, cracked the code a little sooner. Is, is that kind of like the energy I'm feeling? A little bit. I think I'm just like wondering, does it take a while after your loved ones? Cross? Yeah, because the 
So with him, it was easier for her to, uh, for him to come back because he had fully, he had pet, he's like, I crossed, but I just didn't start the work because the work is different from crossing over. He's like, I crossed the bridge and it was easy to hop back for a minute to, and I had a lot of vitality left. He wants to let you know in that time because he had just left his physical body because you have to understand our physical bodies are literally like machines. Mm-hmm. So they're the vessels for our souls. So that's what gives us like the vehicles of life. So that's energy. So because he was just in that physical form, it was easier for him to come back. And then he said, I had to do the work because you didn't hear from him from a, or feel him for a few months, correct? Or maybe a month or two? Yeah, I'd say like there was kind of a, it's a, a period of time where there was a week or two where we really felt that he was here and then like definitely was it slowed down for a bit and then started started back up because because he's like that's when I did my work (laughs) he's like that's when I had my life review um that is when I could see what decisions I had made on the physical and where I made because he's also saying in the wrong decisions I made on the physical um and how it affected everyone and he says it's especially in terms of his passing. Does that make sense? Because his passing, I don't know why I feel um, feel like his passing was somewhat preventable or someone feels like it was preventable. I mean, yeah, it could have been. Um, yeah, we were on a trip together and it was a um, accident. We were ziplining and the cable failed. And did you, so you witnessed the, his, passing correct yeah so that's so he's coming through because he's really wanting to apologize for you having to see that um because it was um I'm getting images and I'm not sure how exactly his passing like occurred on the zip line I'm thinking I'm seeing the correct thing but I don't want to trigger any hard feelings or anything like that um can you elaborate at all yeah so um I mean I was on one platform and he um was on the other one and um shortly after he took off the cable failed and I couldn't see him from where I was on the platform um but I did see him it was actually like probably three or four hours later by the time they brought him down on the stretcher and that was the first time that I had seen him after that and then there was just a lot of other really traumatic events that kind of happened following that it was in Thailand so it was a third world country and um having to get him back was so so much yeah it was just it was a lot I'm so sorry (laughs) yeah thank you um because he was were you guys you guys weren't engaged yet or were you engaged? Not yet. <laughs> no, not he yet. You want... Yes, because the key was yet. Because he was yeah. like, it was supposed to be right around the corner. And we both knew this. Yeah. Um, wow, that's crazy. And a lot of people actually told me after they were worried that I was going to find a ring in his backpack over there. And 
everyone thought we were going to get engaged over there, which thankfully I did not find one because that would have just made everything. He like, said, he said, I, because you had already told him the size. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and you had already told him kind of what you wanted. Yeah. He had it picked out. He was saving for it. And he was waiting. Um, he's telling me about Christmas. Um, so I'm not sure if he was planning to around that time. When is your birthday? Uh, September. Okay. Then the fall, winter. Um, he's also saying, he's saying in between that time, he was saying Christmas and your birthday was the plan. Wow. That's crazy. I like, I, yeah. And you knew that. Mm -hmm. you had dated him for a few years correct yeah two and a half years and he wants to let you know as scary as as that experience was um he wants to let you know your sibling do you have siblings yeah I have so your siblings were able to be there for you while he when he passed Thanks. Yeah, my, my sister was in Australia, and so she flew home. Um, yeah, because he's home. wanting to say, um, he's saying that you, your siblings really helped you through that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my um, sister is still helping me through it. Honestly, she's been like my rock. And even Lex has basically become my sister through this. Yeah. yeah, and he he's saying he wants to he wants to thank her for that. And he wants to, he's saying he's really sorry you guys had to get this close over his passing, but simultaneously he always knew it was meant to happen. Um, <laughs> he's he always pushing us to try to become friends with each other, like all. And it was never, you guys were like, no. Like, <laughs> it was fine. It wasn't a big deal. You guys were just like, eh. Yeah, we were no, like, oh, we really, we really like each other, and like, yeah, like we exactly. We're like, eh. hung out. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> it is. Honestly, it is. I'm so thankful that it happened. The like well, the way that it is like it was meant. It was for a million percent meant to be. But also, this was one of the most. Um, so this was one of the most challenging. This was one of if not the most challenging thing you've had to overcome in this lifetime. It's the most challenging by far, correct? Mm -hmm. And I have full body chills and he wants to let you know that he's, he's wanting, he's, um, I, have you started dating? Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I hear that there's dating. I don't know if there's a boyfriend. I don't know. He's like, I'm not telling her. You got to ask her yourself. <laughs> <'Cause> then, <laughs> and he goes, and I'm okay with that. He goes, I get it. He goes, yeah. it is time. And he goes, I would have wanted nothing more, but for you to move forward with your life, because that's what you deserve. Yeah. It, it definitely took me a while. Like it was something I was really scared to put myself back. Yeah. Into, but, um, I have been with my boyfriend now for just over a year now. Um, okay. Cause I was like, he's, yeah. I was like, <laughs> he wasn't giving me details, but I was like, there's someone already around. Yeah. Um, he, he appreciates, um, he wants, he's coming through and he really wants to thank your current boyfriend for being as emotionally supportive in ways that he wouldn't have been able to be on the physical. Um, and 
say he's really saying that you guys have my blessing in every way shape and form and even though i could not have i can't have you um i'm glad he gets to because he does he goes you both deserve each other he was such a he is such a sweet he's like a marshmallow in the best way. <laughs> oh, it's a hard. marshmallow yes <laughs> i'm like I'm like so easy <laughs> um he's so kind yeah can i share and something then, with you that I don't know if there's some kind of connection to this, but um, Spencer passed away on April 13th and my current boyfriend's birthday is April 14th. He goes where um, journeys end and a new one begins. He goes, uh, he goes, of course it's a sign. Like He's like rolling <laughs> his eyes in the most dramatic way and I love it. <laughs> um, he's like, this girl, of course it means something he's like she hasn't fully figured out how really rigged this life is and then i'm like i know and that's okay she's new to it and he's like no kidding yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah he's like she's learned she's been learning pretty quick simultaneously to that but she's she's like he's like she's green and i'm like got it that's why I'm doing this podcast is to try to learn more and figure out all of these things that are going on that I had. Just love that he told me that though. That like that's the terminology <laughs> he used for it. Um, but he also is saying, he goes, you wouldn't have. Um, it it's almost like that gave you more reason to let your current boyfriend into your life when you found out that information does that make sense like it almost allowed of an, an emotional wall when you once you made that connection mm -hmm. you understood fate was more at play than you had previously understood mm -hmm. yeah I think what was going through my head like I remember I was on my first date with my current boyfriend and um I was talking a little bit about what had happened and um I had told him it was in April and he's like oh when in April and anyways talking about it and he's like crazy like my birthday is April 14th and um yeah kind of hit you like a ton of bricks yeah I was just like there's no freaking way like and I was like hey either it's like a meant to be or it's like a red flag no don't go there but I was exactly. also like maybe it's also something that's supposed to be positive around that time of year too and around his passing as well um, exactly He's saying a hundred percent it was meant to be. He goes, he goes, my exit to the world doesn't mean anything. And it's interesting. He's saying, he goes, to him, dates don't matter. He's saying, which sounds very much like his energy he's giving me. <laughs> he's giving me kind of golden retriever vibes in the best way. <laughs> um, <laughs> does that make sense? we had a dog together and he's half golden retriever so maybe yes that's no wonder <laughs> yes yes um your dog barks at nothing sometimes right yeah he does that's him he's barking at him he's yeah. it's it's when he's with you um but also um he's saying there's boundaries set up in a good way in a positive way for his visitations which i find interesting okay but i think that's more just stating the fact that like he was 
your boyfriend. And he goes, he's not saying ex-boyfriend because he says there, he goes, we didn't break up. He goes, which is true. Exactly. And I never say that. I, if some people will like, I don't know if they probably don't even realize, but they'll say ex-boyfriend. I'm like, no, like we didn't choose to break up. Like, yeah, he's like making it very apparent for me not to say like, Mm -hmm. we didn't break up. Like, that's not how it happened exactly yeah so he's like I want to let you know like I give this my blessing with this but also like I come and visit you guys and like send you like good vibes and like good energy into your lives and he he wants to let you know that um he will always be with you um and because you kind of sometimes still talk to him because you guys were best friends yeah I feel like sometimes I'll talk to him almost like while I'm talking to my dog through my dog. Like I'll be like, you know, that's and that's exactly yes, yes, because that's why I'm like, did the dog? He's like showing me the dog looking and barking at nothing, and then simultaneously you're talking, but like you're not trying to be like, hey Spencer, what's up? Like that's not what's happening. Like I get, like I, but I couldn't put that into words. So I'm like, but you're having energetic exchange through the dog that you guys had together because mm-hmm. you were both connected and your dog can see spirits because your dog's a dog yeah so um he's saying yes he goes yeah, that's exactly what's happening and I just want to let you know that like I'm being supportive in whatever makes you the most happiest to you and like I will be here for you on the other side and he goes even if you get married to he goes the love of your life and he goes I will still be here to meet you again and see you again and spend time with you again because on this side it doesn't matter who the hell you were married to because in the last lifetime I was married to someone's sister (laughs) he's saying he's like wanting to let you know that like the past lifetimes he's like it doesn't really matter when we get on this side we're all one big happy family and he goes he's like I'm showing you in this form because this is what you recognize me as and he's saying also which is interesting you and um Alexa like have he showed me your birth charts which is very interesting so I don't know if you guys have run a compatibility test on the two of your birth dates I would try it out I have a feeling there's some really interesting placements because he's showing me your soul contracts that you guys had had, which is very comical, like just like typical, like we're not vibing, we're on different frequencies. I mean, like that's the woo-woo of saying like, we don't really care for each other. (laughs) Um, But um, I see that and like, but also now you guys are like best friends. Yeah, I think and it's so wild. He's like, he's laughing so hard. He's like, I, he's like, I knew it. I knew it. He goes, I didn't mean for it to happen this way, but I knew it. <laughs> he did know it. And I think that's really interesting that you brought that up because we actually just recorded another um, podcast episode with a numerologist and she was telling us how our charts matched up and actually um, how like Spencer's gift to well to me was this like awakening and the podcast itself and um the way that she 
like, I don't even know what she did, but whatever calculations she was doing to figure out what our numbers were and stuff, they all connected perfectly. Like I knew, but I was like, there is something that's whack between the two of you guys in a good way. Yeah. Like it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to look at that again. And and that's where he's saying it's fate. He goes, it was my fate was to bring you two together. And I just got full body chills. He goes, my job on earth was to bring you two together because you two are light workers and you guys are going to help introduce so much to so many new people who on their new spiritual awakenings. And he goes, and even though I kind of didn't believe in this stuff. <laughs> totally. Definitely not. I was like, if he was in our position and yeah, I was on the other side, he goes, there's no way he's saying he's like, I would consider it. But that's like, he's not giving me like, I would 100% do it. No, it is like, he was like, I would not. He's like, does it make sense that I'm coming through a girl? No. Am I going with it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The other really interesting thing that you just um, were talking about is the soul contract piece of it. Like that is at, like, obviously at first when he, came to me it was like a like holy shit what's happening um but since then I now feel and believe that he like him coming to me was part of mine and his contract in terms of bringing me this um new views on the world exactly he's like haha gotcha bitch it's so (laughs) funny he's like being so sarcastic and like smiling so much he is killing himself laughing he thinks it's the funniest thing how much he scared you because he scared (laughs) you dude oh my god i feel the fear and like my eyes are like staying open for nights at a time in this energy it was just like what are you doing you're you are screwing with me you're not here um, like you're not supposed to be here you're supposed to be somewhere else and it's just so funny and he's like killing himself laughing because he's like because I was good at it I didn't think I'd be good at it but I was good at it and then he goes I didn't think she was that awake until I just kind of tried a little and then I really went for it he goes, that's, that's a hundred percent. He goes, that's in our soul contract. He's saying, I'm still, you guys are still fulfilling a lot of your soul contracts. You're getting way further ahead of me and I'm pissed. (laughs) (laughs) He's very competitive. He likes to win. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He goes, but it wasn't my time to win this time. He's like, he's very matter of fact. He's like, wasn't meant to be. He was like, I signed up for a short, quick life. And he goes, and I lived it. He was saying, he, he's showing me all the dis- different experience. He goes, for my age, I lived a really full life and I lived a really happy life. I, he was happy. I mean, he was angry at times and a little grumpy as well. I do see those aspects of him. Do not get me wrong. <laughs> but he's showing me that he says I'm playing you the joy reels Savannah and I'm like got it (laughs) totally he was so like he loved to explore and was always out doing things and he goes it got me in some trouble but like hey he's like I he goes thank god it got me like thank god I did it he's he's just saying now look he's like now looking back (laughs) 
and he's showing me his soul contract and he's like, look at it. He's like, I was meant to die in Thailand. He goes, I can't change it. He goes, I literally, I, I signed this before I went in. Wow. And he goes, whether we went there or there, he goes, we would have went zip lining prior to us leaving regardless he's like I wanted to go so bad he wouldn't stop talking about it yeah I mean we were having so much fun like he was just like laughing like a a little kid up there you were like halfway through it oh my gosh yeah yeah because he's like we he goes it was it was everything we signed up for Mm -hmm. and everything we didn't and he goes and it's so much more of what we didn't yeah and like he was so like worried about everyone's safety all the time like he was always a dd he goes i was a safety champion he says (laughs) and even like we found this company that had like it was the safest zip line in southeast asia like top quality everything and like yeah i don't know it just it it didn't make sense it still doesn't make sense to me the reasoning they they gave you was not sufficient enough is what i'm feel is the energy i'm feeling yeah I mean they they tried to say like he was over over the weight limit and all these things which is was not true um that's what I'm saying yeah it was so defensive on their part and it's a shame that they did not take the responsibility that they really should have and I'm sorry because that's it's really unfortunate and I it's shitty there's no other words for it on how they handled it um, and he's saying, I'm sorry that had to happen. He goes, I'm sorry they didn't take responsibility. And he goes, and I'm sorry I'm saying sorry, because I know it means hardly anything now. <laughs> um, but he's wanting to let you know that he did stay back for a little bit of time because he didn't want to leave you in Thailand. Yeah, I was um, alone for the first, um, well, I guess 12 hours. I had a friend in Singapore who came over that night, but um he was he's saying that because he's saying because they're showing me they were like they called me up right away but I immediately went to you and I asked them if I could they could please make sure she got home safe and they were pretty much saying like showing the guardian angels that were protecting you Mm -hmm. in that time and I have also full body chills right now and the guy, he, he saw that and he goes, I don't know if I can trust that. And then he felt it and he felt the energy of the angels that were protecting you. And he, he said, I, he goes, I wasn't about to miss my chance to heaven. And he goes, and then they showed me and I see him seeing you like literally life on fast forward of you getting home safely. Um, it's almost like he could see the timeline that you guys were living out and he could fast forward it quickly um and then he crossed over the bridge and then he was there for a bit of time and then he came back to alexa yeah like sid was still in thailand when he did come for the first time yeah Um, that would make sense i think with the way that things worked out yeah because he's showing me because he's like i did he goes he goes i didn't get to stay with her the whole time in thailand so he goes but um, he goes, I, I got to make, I got to see her because there was no more time. He was like, it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you guys are not going to believe it. He was like, 
he's kind of like fangirling over the fact that there is no time where he's at. <laughs> um, but he says, because he, he, goes, he, he really wants to let you guys know that he didn't suffer. Um, he goes, it was, it was scary and hard, but he goes, I'm okay. And he goes, I was okay very quickly. He goes, the amount of time difference between me passing away and all the other experiences I had in life, the difference is so minuscule. He, and he's using that word, which I find odd, but <laughs> not my words. Um, <laughs> that's when I know when I use words like that, I'm like, mm, that is yeah, not me talking. <laughs> no, um, I, mean, I think that was the one thing that I had searched for. And the reason I had looked out for a medium was like, I wanted to know that like he had passed quickly and like and crossed over mm -hmm. he's like yeah she found out I did and she was okay with it but it still didn't kind of provide that relief and that release of that grief that you were looking for almost is what I'm hearing right because mm -hmm. that takes time he goes because I don't he goes because you don't want to rip your life apart in other ways spiritually he goes you don't want to do it he's like don't do it <laughs> he goes let it take time um he's also wanting to say so alexa were you guys classmates from a young age yeah we'd known each other for a long time like we... Cause yeah because he's showing you guys like growing up together yeah we we kind of got close like in, like after high school was when we really got close but we've always known each other like um, our families know each other and yeah you yeah. guys were in the same school or no um for our high school we were we went to different okay. schools yeah yeah so that's what I because I see like the class like you guys in class together and it's high school yeah um and like the bell right like the whole nine like it's just like he's showing me all the drama which is funny <laughs> I like it he always loved to talk about the drama. He's he is still like goes. I am still talking about the drama. He goes, you don't think I look above and see all the drama? He goes, <laughs> I live for it. He goes, you don't think I stir the pot from above? I still got it. Oh, yeah. He goes, I and he 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 lives for that. He goes, I he goes, I lived for that, and I am still living for that. He says, I want to let you know. <laughs> Um, he loves to spill the tea, he's saying, and hear the tea. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> and totally. I know he's still screwing with all of us. Like, oh my God, all the time. Yeah, he's, he's he loves like, it. And he plays with the radio. I hear like songs coming on and you're just like, ah, you're like freaking out. Like, you're like, that's him. That's he's definitely. like, yeah, you're like you hacked my radio or you hacked my like apple music or spotify or whatever it is like it's so like accurate oh my god totally hacks our electronics <laughs> he goes you two are too insecure sometimes he goes just gotta do it and he goes and that's what you did he goes i'm so proud of you both he, he's he's really really proud of you guys for how far you've come and how much you've transformed and he goes, because he, he cannot believe how much you transformed together. He goes, I knew it would happen eventually, but he's, he's just like, he goes, you guys are really picking up the pace and picking up the pace fast, which he's excited about. Aww. And he's definitely showing me him like sprinkling some gifts down the way. 
Um, and I, the, he's saying gifts and it's making me feel like they're psychic gifts. So he's gonna like, he's what, with whatever flair that he, he, cause he likes a little bit of flair. He likes a little bit of a show. <laughs> he's wild. I'm here for it. He goes, you will know. And, um, he goes, keeps following the signs. What's the animal that you think is him? A hummingbird. Oh, okay. I knew it was a bird, but it wasn't one of the usual ones that are in my repertoire. So I, I was like, I hate I knew birds, and I'm terrified of birds. And I feel like his favorite color was orange. And you don't very often like see the color orange, I feel like, especially on a bird. And I've seen probably yeah. like a handful of different kinds of birds that have orange on them, which is crazy. Yeah. He goes, have you ever seen an Oriole? He comes to you as an Oriole. Um, he goes, he also said the hummingbird as well. Um, but he goes, the orange works. He goes, but there's, they're showing me one specific. It's almost like there's like, it's an orange accent on the bird. It's not fully yeah. orange. Hmm. That's the one. Like under their wings and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cause he's like showing me that he goes, he goes, I like to make her look for it. <laughs> of course. Obviously. Yeah um he's like the physical plane is so easy to manipulate he wants to let you guys know <laughs> we're learning that really quickly these days <laughs> and he's saying one of you who has the ghost problem in your house a ghost problem i don't think you may not know if it's a problem but like a ghost <laughs> who has a ghost in their house alexa i think I, it's you i have i have had a ghost in my house i think i dealt with it <laughs> i would maybe revisit <laughs> and just redo whatever you did again try and get it out again okay or <laughs> Honestly, like the protection kit literally has the whole ritual of it. Crystals. Yeah, I was like, I'll, we'll figure it out for sure. <laughs> but yeah, you, um, he's talking because he says, I see when he visits you, Alexa, um, he sees the ghost there and he tells him to get away. It is a man. So oh, that's all I know. I can't like. You don't want to look past it. And I get it. I don't either. I don't do that kind of, I don't like look past it. I'll, I'll say like he, but I don't even realize I say. Yeah. actually when it's a girl ghost they're usually it's a very different energy nine times out of ten unless they're crazy which is like I haven't come across a lot of crazy chicks I'll be honest <laughs> yeah like, that's, the thing. that's all I can really feel into it is that it's a male presence and like he he hasn't really done anything crazy um no I'm, he but he is a little there. mentally unwell Okay. Potentially. No. In today's, well, also in today's mindset, not necessarily in his time frame. He, cause like right. that's the energy that I'm picking up on. Like he would have just passed as a normal person with no problems, but in our culture and today, it would have been diagnosed. You have some crystals yourself, correct? Yeah, a few. And you have them in your room, right? Yeah, there's a couple in there. Yep. Um, he can't really get in your room, which is good. The crystals that you have in there are the right ones. Cause I see like the, you've shielded off your room pretty well, which is like a plus, good job girl. Um, <laughs> but you may want to just like revisit the sage, the Palo Santo, the incense that you're being called to. I'm, I'm sensing like you need to go to like wherever you purchase your incense and like 
whatever you're feeling, grab them and burn dragon's blood. Honestly, one of my favorite things is dragon's blood sage. Also okay. Great. But that's that. It's hard to come by. So like, if you can't find it, not a big deal. Use what works. <laughs> you can use dragon's blood incense and sage. Okay. <laughs> Just use them separately. <laughs> not as exciting, but it's not bright red. He goes, I'm going to step back because he goes, I'm getting kind of tired. I bet. He's so very good about announcing his, he's good at communicating. Yes. Like, I'm surprised at how good he is at communicating. Oh my God. Like, oh, I've shined in communication, Savannah. I, he goes, I could talk all day. He goes, honestly, I would, but I do understand you're doing a show. It's so funny. He's like fully aware. He's like, uh, he goes, I get the listeners don't, can't listen to me forever. So uh, he's like, I'll leave you guys to it. Thank <laughs> you, Sunny. Um, but he is sending, he's, um, he's sending his love and he's saying I'm with you guys. And um, he says, oh, they know. And he says, he'll keep coming with the signs for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we look forward to it. <laughs> Thank and, you so much, Savannah, for sharing all that. That's like, oh my God, of course. And so healing. We really appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. isn't it wild? So cool. The work it you is. do is just like, I love it. I wish yeah. I had those talents. But Thank you for being the vessel that you are and yeah. for sharing that with us. So that's just incredible to hear that all of the things that you're saying sound exactly like him and obviously you're, you're he's there with you so yeah <laughs> it's, you. I'm so glad I could share my gift with you guys because it's really what I've been placed on this earth to do I'm so happy I can share with you guys and also share with the listeners for them to experience of what like a reading would with me is kind of like so a reading would kind of be like that simultaneously we would wrap it into also what's going on into your current life we would dive into the psychic aspects of your career your love life what success is to you and what's stopping you from really becoming your most authentic selves we take back those layers and peel them all back so that's all mashed up into a 45 to 90 minute session, which can be all booked on my website at savannathemedium.com. Um, you can also, my phone number's on there as well. You can shoot me a text on that number as well as direct message me on any of my social media platforms to book as well. Um, and then I also offer a transformational program, which is my one-on-one -on -one transformational coaching. So um, that it provides one reading a month for three or six months at a time. So with that, you really come out a whole different person. So we dive into the healing aspects of your life. Um, so if one session, some relatives are coming through in the next session, it's a lot more psychic based, but it really in a six months time frame, you can do the amount of transformational work um, of five years time within six months. So you really do come out a whole different person. It allows you to tune into your own vibrational frequency, as well as become your most authentic self and step into your own truth and light. Um, so that as well, um, if you have any questions about that, feel free to um, reach out to me because I would love to sign anyone up who wants to become a new client. That all sounds amazing. 
it's <laughs> wild. Like, can I tell you, doing transformational work, it is no joke, but like, it is so fulfilling. It is so magical and beautiful and divine. Like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I am literally that so raven on steroids. <laughs> and I am like, honestly, when I tell you, I dressed up as that so raven from multiple Halloweens, wig and all. And it came true. Little did I know what came along with it, but um, <laughs> it's definitely, I'm very blessed and so grateful to be able to share my gift with people like you guys. Well, I will thank you so much for sharing your gift and for joining us today. Thanks for listening. To support us, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And we'll see you next week for our next episode of the Soul Connection Duo podcast.